Hi everybody, Mike Wardrock from Encounter Church here, and thanks so much for tuning into our podcast. Our prayer is that through this podcast, you could have an encounter with Jesus that will change your life. And now get ready for an inspiring message from our teaching team. people in this room have more than one name, right? Like I would imagine most of you, unless you're like Ronaldo or something, do you know? But, but how many of you have more, more than one normal name? So you've got your, your normal name and then you've got an extra, maybe you've got a bit on the end, like you've got a PhD on the end or a, or a doctor on the start, or, or more likely because you're Australian, you've got about a thousand nicknames, right? Right. Everybody in this room has some nickname. Most of them, they were given by someone at primary school and it stuck and you never wanted it to. And now it is just who you are and you haven't been able to get away from it. My wife is the queen of collecting nicknames. So she collects nicknames the way that millennials collect plants. They just kind of accumulate in her region and there's no knowing how they got there or how they're going to be cared for. Um, Now, her name's Jennifer, so obviously Jen, Jenny, obviously. That rolls off straight away because Australians don't like more than one syllable. And then it, it goes on. You know, we call her the general. That's because she just comes in and gets stuff done. She orders people and things get done. So the general is is one that she gets a lot. My personal favourite is Cat 5, which she got because the way that she operates is the same as the highest possible hurricane warning. So, And that's just the speed and strength. I'm just telling the truth here. She's gold. This is the speed and strength she operates at. You notice I was... uh, sharing her nicknames and not mine. But that's what happens in life. We collect a bunch of names. Jesus was the same. He wasn't just Jesus. He had all these other names and titles people gave him. Who can call out? Give me a couple of names and titles of Jesus. Messiah. Great. Saviour. Emmanuel. Jara. Great. All true. All true. There's one that you didn't say that I'm really excited to share about. And this morning as we celebrate the coming of Christmas, I want to talk about that name, the Lion of Judah. The Lion of Judah. In Revelation chapter 5, verse 5, the Revelation Christmas you're all waiting for, Jesus is called the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Now this can sound really strange if we don't know where that comes from. It comes from this. Jacob was another man with a lot of names. In fact, he was the man who was renamed Israel in the Bible. That's where the nation of Israel comes from. We have Jacob. Here's these 12 sons. They become the 12 tribes of Israel because Jacob has been renamed Israel. And at the end of his life, Jacob, again, now named Israel, blesses his sons before he dies. And he gives each of them a particular blessing. And he gives this one to his son, Judah. He says, Judah, the scepter will not depart from you, which is like saying your family are going to be kings for the rest of your life and throughout their lives. Not a bad blessing to get from your dad at the end of your life. And he says this, Judah is a young lion. My son, you return from the kill. He crouches. He lies down like a lion or a lioness. Who dares to rouse him? It's powerful. What a powerful word. But if you've just said, my son's going to be a king and generations after him are going to be kings, well, that makes sense to give that kind of blessing. Because you want a strong king, right? You want want a king who's going to be powerful, a king who's going to be ferocious like a lion. So calling Jesus the lion of the tribe of Judah then is a really important name because it's from the tribe of Judah where the Saviour was meant to come from. So this is saying Jesus is going to be not only the Saviour, but the warrior king because this is where David came from, Israel's greatest king. So the lion of the tribe of Judah is a king, he's a Saviour and he's fierce. 
That's what people expected Jesus to be. That's what the Jewish people expected him to be. Fierce like a lion, an image of courage and strength. But I'm not sure that's how we necessarily see Jesus today. I would say, especially at Christmas, we build an impression of Jesus as a baby. Right? That's, of course, why, what happened at Christmas, and we celebrate that. We sing songs like Silent Night, and we get it stuck in our heads. We begin to believe lines like, Holy infant, so tender and mild. Or worse, sleep in heavenly peace. Whoever wrote that has not had a newborn. Silent Night is, is a fraud. Are you kidding me? Sleep in heavenly peace? It better be heavenly, because on earth there was crying involved. And I'm exaggerating a little, but it's only a little, because... When we take this image of Jesus and we build our faith and our understanding of God around it, we get to be like Ricky Bobby in Talladega Nights, where he's sitting at grace praying to a nine-pound, eight-ounce baby Jesus while everyone around him just says, you know, Jesus grew up. And, And this can be something that we do sometimes. And so even though Jesus came as a child and in an unexpected way with unexpected actions, we still need the royal Lion of Judah. I have needed the Lion of Judah this year. I have needed something more than an infant in 2020 and 2021 to pray to. I I have needed a God who we know does not just have the gentleness and tenderness of a child, but has the power and ferocity of a lion. Now, instinctively, you might disagree with that a bit, but just hear me out. As social issues have risen up and become more aware, like, like Black Lives Matter, as, they, as we find ourselves issues of injustice becoming more visible than they have been in the past, we remember the line of Judah. We worship a God who fiercely stands for justice and who can fight and destroy systemic issues of godly injustice and replace them with a new system called the kingdom of God, which is why we can sing, O Holy Night, and why we can sing, Change shall we break, for the slave is our brother, because we don't worship a child. We worship a God that through Christ has broken the chains of sin in power that have enslaved us for generations and has stirred humans throughout history towards freedom and justice and an equal hope. And we need a fierce God for that. We need a fierce God as we work out how to deal with years upon years of COVID. Imagine telling somebody in 2019 what life would have been like in the next two years. Imagine that. We need a fierce God when we're stuck by ourselves in lockdown and we're managing everything that comes from that. When we remember the Lion of Judah, we worship a God who will never leave us, who will never forsake us and who proved it by being born among us. And so we can sing light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings in Hark the Herald, because the line of Judah did not rest in his manger, did not just rest at being sympathetic with our condition, but came among our condition, throwing himself into it, experiencing our pain and rescuing us from it. And only a fierce God can do that. So these are big global issues, but so often it's the smaller, more personal things that you and I might need the mighty fierce God for. Might be a bad health diagnosis or a fractured relationship. It might just be a workplace struggle or it might be a sense of anger that you can't shake, an inability to forgive, a bad day you can't brush off and it seems to be sticking to you. These are wild times we live in. Wild times where we need a fierce hope. That's why we've called our Christmas that.
Because we need a God with the strength and ferocity of a lion in these wild times. We need to know that when we are at our worst, we can bring everything to this God and He has the power to do something about it. Otherwise, why bother? Otherwise, why would we work this whole thing out at all? But because we have the line of Judah, a ferocious, fierce, loving God who has thrown Himself into our lives, who loves us so desperately that He loves us personally and incarnately being with us, we can trust that every single thing we're going through, we can not only give it to God for release from our burdens, but because we can trust He wants to do something about it. That's the God we serve. That's the Lion of Judah. See, the danger in having a fierce God is that He's totally out of our control. But the benefit is that we can bring everything to Him. And we can sometimes like to domesticate Him, but as the beaver says in the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, you've got to remember... He's not a tame lion. He's not a tame lion. Christmas is a marker, friends. It's a marker that when the awesome, limitless power of God was voluntarily contained in a child. Nothing like it's ever happened before or since the lion became a cub. And by itself, that's pretty amazing. God in flesh come among us. But there's another marker coming. God is coming back in power, in full, in the presence of Jesus. He's coming back in power and glory. So what does that mean for you and for your Christmas. Well, it means then at a time of constant change and constant uncertainty, Jesus is certain. God is a constant. Even when we are not and we are not feeling it, God is. He's a fierce hope to cling on to. Why? Because He's the God who came to you. Christianity is the only system of religion where you don't have to prove anything. You cannot earn your way to God. You can't work there. You can't even love your way there. We just receive the presence of God. It is a gift to us that God invites us into His family. And that's what He did at Christmas. He was born among us as an invitation from Him to you. Come into my family. Welcome home. I've been waiting. And beyond that, Jesus, the mighty Lion of Judah, is real, incarnate, true. Jesus is a hope to cling on to in wild times because he's not because his story is interesting, but because it happened. So this morning, my deep prayer is that you would know this truth personally. Thanks so much for listening. I pray that you were able to hear from God in a fresh way today. We would love to hear from our listeners. To connect with us or to financially support the work of Encounter, please jump on our website, encounteradelaide.com.au. And if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to jump onto iTunes, Spotify, or your podcast provider and give us a rating and review. Or share this message on your social media accounts and tag us at Encounter Adelaide. God bless. Have an amazing week.